I don't have all of the answers, but I have a lot of the questions that you need to ask yourself. Hi, my name is Devin. Today I own several multi-million dollar companies. We started with $5,000 in a credit card. I don't know the easy way, I only know the hard way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Whiteboard Entrepreneur Podcast, where I give straightforward advice to fuel the entrepreneur in all of us. And today I want to talk to you about a question that many entrepreneurs are struggling with right now, and that is, should I go remote? And you think about this and you think, golly, it's you know 2023 as I film this, and there are so many folks in the last several years due to COVID that have had to switch to a remote workforce. And many folks today are wrestling with the, hey, we went through all this pain. You know, we were kind of face-to-face. Everyone went into the office, you know, Monday through Friday. And now everyone's remote. And we have this opportunity to now kind of go back. And what should I do? And, and I've had this conversation several times, not only in my own companies, but also with folks that, you know, are friends of mine. And this is something that we're all wrestling with. And I don't have the right answer for you but I have some stuff that I think you can think about. And these are the things that I've thought about to help myself make the decision that I think is right for me and my companies. And so first off, uh, let me start by telling you when, when before COVID happened, you know, I get, I would get people asking all the time, Hey D you know, I'd really love to work remote. No. Hey, what if my office worked remote on Fridays? No. Hey, what if we kind of had this workforce and we were kind of modified? No. The answer was always no. Like, I like listen, I'm 52 years old and I kind of grew up in business. Like, you need to be there. Like, you, we need that water cooler synergy. You need people next to you, bumping into you, osmosis, learning off of each other. You need that energy, that Friday afternoon excitement, those Thursday afternoon happy hours, that team bonding, bonding, all of that stuff, that Monday morning fantasy football. Like, you need that. That's culture. That's what makes for a company. That's what's exciting. That's how you grow. That's how you become a team. And I don't disagree today with any of what I've said, but when COVID happened, I didn't have a choice. None of us had a choice. We're like, well, do you want to be in business? I guess we're going remote. And, and we figured it out. We figured it out quick too. I think it took us all of like 48 hours and we had our entire workforce remote. We had an incredible IT team. They busted their humps. Everyone hustled and we got our whole work uh, workforce remote in under two days. It was impressive. It was great. And it made my hair fall out. I'm kidding. I've been bald for a while, but it freaked me out. Like it freaked me out. Like everybody's working from home now. How are we going to, you know, we're going to lose the energy. We're going to lose all of the enthusiasm. We're going to lose all of this, you know, osmosis that we get from learning off of each other. And, and by the way, on top of that, how do I know if they're not taking a nap for two hours on Thursday afternoon or, you know, if people, and here's the thing, the reality is you guys know this during COVID people that had addictions, like they had issues, right? They had too much time on their hands. All of these things, all of the worst possible scenarios are popping in my head going, oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. It's all going to blow up, but we don't have a choice. Well, COVID didn't give me a choice. And sure enough, we had to work through everything. And I'm not going to tell you it wasn't without struggle, but I'm going to tell you it was the right thing for our company. 
for several reasons. And these are some of the principles I want you th- uh, to uh, think about. For one, what it did for the individual as far as their work-life balance was incredible. Like the idea of having to miss work or leave work or, um, you know, because your kid has a Friday afternoon soccer tournament or because you have a, a something that you need to take, take someone to the hospital, you need to care for an elderly parent, your commute is an hour and a half each way. All of these things that intrinsically we know, but we think are just part of life, basically went away. We Let me also tell you, we did something else that freaked me out. We put everyone on unlimited PTO, right? So well, I should say, almost everyone went on an unlimited PTO. And again, I'm freaking out, but I'm going, you can't really watch them anyways. You don't really know where they're at. You have to trust your employees. But let me tell you, th- several things happened. Number one, our productivity went through the roof. It went through the roof because we didn't have people, you know, coming in an hour and a half late on Monday. We didn't have people leaving uh, and coming back and leaving and coming back. They did what they had to do and they got it done. And we had controls and measurements in place. And so as I reflected upon it, I was like, well, why am I freaking out? We already know what the bar is, right? And so this is one of my things I want you to think about is as you contemplate letting your workers go remote and or you going remote, let me ask you, do you understand what good looks like within your company? Do you understand at each position what the bar needs to look like? Like, hey, we need to get a hundred of these things done a day, or we need to make X number of calls a day, or we need to talk to X Y number of customers a day, whatever good looks like. If you know that measurement and you can measure it, well, that's a good start for letting folks go remote. If you don't know what good looks like, if you're kind of like, you don't have metrics in your company, I would be very hesitant to go remote because now you can't really, you don't know if people are doing a good job or not. If you don't know if they're doing a good job while they're coming into the office every day, if you don't have KPIs and measurements every day while they're in the office, how on earth can you measure outside the office? The other thing that happened, which was really incredible, we hadn't really thought about, but all of a sudden we couldn't hire nationwide. We could actually hire worldwide. My mind was blown, right? Like I intrinsically knew this and I had kind of done some of this before, but never to the extent that we could do today, right? And so now all of a sudden I'm like, why not? Let's hire someone in South Carolina, why not? We'll hire someone in, you know, Nebraska. Now all of a sudden you don't need to live in a major metropolitan area to have a really good job. And so we saw that the world was spanning out, expanding out. All of a sudden we're like, what about internationally? What about hiring internationally for certain jobs? Our mind was blown. We started hiring internationally. Now in some of our companies, 30% of our uh, company workforce is overseas. And it's incredible. It's amazing. But we could do that because we knew what good looked like. We could have never hired internationally if we didn't say, hey, you can work for us, but here's the bar. And come in and you better meet or exceed that bar. And when you know what the bar is, you can hire folks all over the place. The other thing that we uh, needed to learn was training, right? We had to make sure that in place, we had the right trainers and the right systems so that we could replicate folks as opposed to someone just sitting next to them going, oh, hey, 
This is how you do your job. Don't do that. Do this. Oh, hey, uh, this is how, you know, no, no, no. That's the wrong way. Do this way. And if your company is built on, if your training systems are built on osmosis, you know, basically the person next to them training them how to do their job or you walking around helping everybody training them, you know, hands on, then I'm going to tell you, like, you really need to contemplate whether you should go remote or not. If your training systems can be replicatable, if they're documented, if they're very clear and concise, and people don't have to work face-to-face to learn how to do their job, well, maybe remote would work for you as well. If not, I would, I would really recommend against that. Or get your company in order so that your training systems are in a place that you actually can enjoy, enjoy going remote. The other thing I would say is the why behind it. The why. Like, why do you want to go remote? If you're in a place where literally all of your employees are hired in the same town and, and you know, it's an easy commute and people like each other, why would you go remote? Like, there's no reason for it. Like, there's no upside other than maybe saving money on your rent. I would... And, and, and you have a good culture, a good energy, and people like each other and they challenge each other. Like, I would say, don't sacrifice that culture because the biggest complaint that I get now in my company, and we used to always win these best places to work awards. Now, the biggest c- complaint we get is that we've lost our culture. And I would say, yeah, we have because we used to play, you know, we'd have one one game event a month. Everyone was always decorating each other's offices. The, the You know, there's such an energy and a vibe and a charisma and just excitement going on in the office. And we lost that. And so if, you, if, if everyone works in the same ge- geographic area and everyone likes each other, don't sacrifice that just to be able to save money on rent. I don't think it's worth it because I think you lose in culture. And so that's another thing to consider. I would tell you the flip side though is if your company tends to be high drama, people are always arguing over who took each somebody's lunch you know, oh, I don't like the way that his or her perfume smells or his cologne smells and it gives me allergies or this person wants to bring their dog to the office and this person hates dogs and everybody does not get along and you have drama and you have to hire, you know, five HR people for a hundred people just to run your company. Well, then I say go remote right now. So these are the things that you have to consider. The other thing to also contemplate is let's say your, your, your company's lo- located in New York City. And now all of a sudden you decide, well, geez, I can go remote. I actually can hire someone in, say, Kansas and pay 40% of the wage that I'm paying for New York City because of the cost of living. That's a big deal. And now, not only that, I don't have to have a a real estate or a lease and all of the electricity, the HVAC, the cam expenses, all of those expenses that you're paying every single year to be in New York City when really everybody could work out of their own homes or, and they don't have to fly or travel to get there. For me, this was huge because one of my companies is a couple states away and I would have to travel to get there. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was wonderful, but it took me away from my family. 
I had to rearrange my schedule. I would miss soccer. I'd miss practices. I'd miss some of the kids' games. I'd miss events. I'd be sleeping away from my home and my family. I'd have, uh, you know, plane flights get delayed or canceled. I'd have to be stuck in an airport. I'd get rental cars. I'd have all the expenses of hotels. Not only me, but all of my employees that traveled as well. So again, once again, we felt this huge bottom line savings. So there's all of these things to consider that I would invite you to reflect upon. And I say reflect because, listen, we're not in the middle of COVID. This is not a decision that you need to make today. One of my companies right now, I'm challenging them with this right now because we're in an office space that's just way too big. And I'm going, hey, you know, we don't need all this office space. We probably only need 30% of what we have. And let me challenge you, like, should we work from home? I don't know the answer yet, but I do know that there is a good answer. I do know that these are the questions that we have to think about. We have to talk through because we have a great energy. We have great culture. We have enthusiasm. We have people that train each other, but we don't have the best training programs, right? We don't have all of the things today that that make me comfortable to say, hey, we'll be better off if we are remote. Sure, we'll save money, but will will we be better, right? If people go home, are we going to lose the culture? Are we going to lose the training? Are we going to lose those synergies? And I'm challenging my leaders, my managers right now to think about all of these things today because, you know, one of my companies is going to have to make this exact decision. I don't have all of the answers, but I have a lot of the questions that you need to ask yourself. I'm Devin, and this is the Whiteboard Entrepreneur. And if you go through these questions, you contemplate this, and you really reflect upon it, I know you're going to find the right answer for your company. This is the Whiteboard Entrepreneur.